Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus who is the Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks this day for the many gifts that you have showered upon us. Be with us and guide us and help us to hear your call that we may be instruments of your love, of your grace in this broken world. All this we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. I haven't been fishing in a really long time, but when I was a kid, I really enjoyed fishing. I, matter of fact, I fished almost every day during the summer. And I, by the time I was about age 10 or 11, I was fortunate that my uncle had just retired from the Navy, and he loved to fish, and he loved to have a companion go with him. And so we would go to our favorite fishing pond. It was Pond 36. Now, in the Delaware Dam watershed, there are all these little ponds scattered throughout the whole area, and each pond has a number, and we liked Pond 36. My uncle found it. It was, it was a nice little pond. You had to park off this little country road and take about a half a mile walk through the woods, and as you emerged from the path, there was this pond, and it was a great place to fish, and we spent hours and hours and days and days fishing. 99% of the time, we were the only two people there fishing. But every once in a while, there was this other guy who would be there fishing. And my uncle and I would always get to the pond, and we'd turn right or go to the south and be on the south side of the pond where we could fish. And this other guy would come and go to the north side, and he'd only be there for a few minutes and then pack up his stuff and leave. Well, one day, my uncle and I parked and we there was a car already there and I'm like well someone's fishing and we get out of the path to pond 36 and there was the guy that was always on the other side in our spot <laughs> how many of you have ever had someone sit in your pew <laughs> and being a good Lutheran I said, Uncle Dennis, what are we going to do? He's in my fishing spot. <laughs> I wasn't very amused. And my uncle said, it'll be all right. Let's go over to the other side. We can try the other side of the pond. Well, the main reason we never went to the other side of the pond was that north side of the pond was full of cattails, and it was really hard to get an opening for both of us to fish. And being the youngster, you know, the more obstacles that there were in the way, the more often the, the, your fishing line got caught on something, right? So we went and we found a spot and I could sort of get in to where the water was and I had my bobber and my worm on the hook and I no sooner dropped my line into the water and the bobber went down and I started pulled out a fish. And for about the next 15 minutes... My uncle didn't get a line wet because he was too busy removing fish from my line as I was going. And what would happen is we'd take these fish back, and my mom was from a large family, and we would provide fish for dinner. And so we had 
fish almost every night during the summer because Uncle Dennis and I would go fishing and you had to eat the fish. Well, the guy on the other side of the pond in my spot wasn't catching anything. I don't know what he was using for bait or lack thereof, but he wasn't catching anything. And to make it church appropriate, we'll change the language. <laughs> About 15 minutes into this process, you hear this ruckus. He slams his pole on the ground, slams his tackle box, picks up his stuff. He gets to the edge of the path, and he looks over at us, and he goes, Darn kid, catching all the fish. Well, Uncle Dennis and I caught, fished for a few more minutes, and he goes, well, let's go to the other side so we both can fish. I said, that, that makes sense. We went to the other side, and you know what happened, right? As soon as my bobber hit the water, I caught a fish. <laughs> Today, in our gospel lesson, we hear about Jesus calling his first four disciples. And they were fishermen. And Mark uses a word a lot in his gospel immediately and immediately. And so what happens? Jesus sees the disciples. He sees Peter. He sees Simon and Andrew and then James and John. Right? He sees, and he goes, calls them and says, stop fishing and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left. And he runs into the next two and he goes, Come follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and they followed Jesus. Now there's a couple things that are important that I think we hear and remember today. The disciples heard the call to follow Jesus. They heard the call to go and to be instruments of God's love and grace in the world to follow Jesus who was coming into Galilee right after John the Baptist had been arrested. And so they're following this person. Now, how many of you in today's world would leave a good job just to follow someone? Maybe not too many of us, right? But yet God, Jesus called these four and they got up and immediately followed Jesus. And all of us are being called to go as well. Now, each of us are called in different ways. Pastor Wayne and I have been called to be ministers of word and sacrament. And I have to admit, I didn't listen to God for a long time. I didn't listen to God when God was calling me. It starts when I was back in high school. And our high school youth program was always in charge of the sunrise worship service. Now, the only people that came to the sunrise worship service were those who always had gone to sunrise and loved sunrise, and they got up at 4.30 in the morning anyways, like Mike Roberts. <laughs> or or they were there because their kids were involved. <laughs> really wanting to be in bed just a little bit longer. And somehow I always got volunteered to share the message. 
I think partly because I wasn't afraid to stand up and talk in front of people. I was willing to do that. And after each of those services, for three years in a row, and you, you have to realize, when you're in high school, everybody's an old person. <laughs> when I was in high school, these three little old ladies, I cannot tell you what their age were. I have no idea. But in, in my mind, they were three little old ladies. Came up to me and said, you're going to be a pastor someday. And I said, no, I'm not. I said, well, what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm going to go to college, and I'm going to get my degree in business, and I'm going to become rich, and I'm going to retire by the time I'm 30. <laughs> that didn't work out so well for me, did it? <laughs> and you know what? I went to college, and I scratched my head, and I asked the question. I said, why is college so difficult? Why, you know, I kept, I changed majors and I changed majors again, much to the dismay of my parents. And I kept trying to figure things out. And my second year of being on staff at Lutheran Memorial Camp, one summer we had a Bible study and all of a sudden it just sort of hit me. And I said, you know, God's calling me to go into ministry. And so when I accepted that and said yes to God, said yes to that call, unlike the disciples who immediately left, took me a while, when I said yes, you know what happened? All of a sudden, college became simple and easy. Things started moving and going in place and going the direction they needed to go. And I went forward, and I've been in that track ever since. And I'm glad I am, and I would never turn back. But not all of us are called to be pastors. Each of you, as the members of this congregation, have been called to be active in the ministry of St. Paul Lutheran Church and active in the ministries of what you are doing, sharing the gifts of love and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Sharing that with the world a very broken world that needs to hear that promise. At home, at work, wherever you might be, we are called to be instruments and to be listening to God's call in our life. Now, like all congregations, St. Paul's is no different in the sense that, well, first of all, on December 14th, you voted yes to call me to be your pastor. That's a wonderful thing. And like all congregations, we like to look back and say, well, you know, I remember in 1952, we used to do this and how wonderful it was. Or I remember five years ago when Pastor Charlie did this or when Pastor Aaron did this. That's wonderful. We want to remember that history. We want to have that nostalgia. But what did happen to the disciples? Their job was not to look backwards. They had to leave what they were doing. And all of us, as we begin this journey together, are called to leave what we have done in the past and go forward anew for the, for the 
to share the good news of Jesus Christ. We are called to go forward, not to forget what has happened in the past, but to move forward so that all may come to know of God's grace and love. There's a lot of work that we have to do. There's a lot of work that the world needs to do. But we can be a vital part of that as we listen to the call of Jesus in our lives. I haven't fished for a long time. But I can tell you this, that God has indeed called us and that we are indeed fishing for people together for the sake of the gospel and the sake of the world that is in front of us. And together, we will, we will grow in the love and promise of God. May the blessings of Almighty God be with each of you now and forever. Amen. Let us rise and sing our hymn.